0: Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. That's what we do here every single day. Our quote for today is, when we unfasten our gifts, we also open our wings and we then embrace the world. That is from Cindy Dale, our guest today. She's an internationally renowned energy healer. Uh, We've had her on the show many, many times, talking all things chakra. All Things Healing. She has this new book out, Advanced Chakra Healing. It's like...
1: uh, (laughs) It is a textbook.
0: You can do your step-ups on this. (laughs) Truly, truly. Like if anybody remembers in like 90s, they had steps Ah. (laughs) and you would do your (laughs) step-ups. You can do that on here. That's because there are a lot of things to heal in life, friends. And so uh, today we'll be chatting about the four pathways to energetic healing, and um, how we can get through all of those to, you know, help us with our issues and our ailments. Cindy has uh, been um, really wonderful on the show before. We're really excited to have her on here today. In the meantime, if you're watching this on YouTube, let us know in the comments what you are working on healing. And, um, and we will uh, try to work on that for future episodes. Mm. All right, friends, let's get into this because I feel like we're going to have a lot to to cover with Cindy. So like I said, Cindy Dale is an internationally renowned energy healer, speaker and the author of 28 books on energy, medicine, intuition and spirituality. She's worked with over 70,000 clients and presented hundreds of seminars and workshops across more than 14 countries. She also holds a fifth degree Reiki certificate the highest of distinctions in this healing arena, and teaches a certificate, wow, I can't even talk, and teaches a certificate level program at Normandale College in Minneapolis. Cindy, thank you so much for being back with us.
2: Maria, I'm so happy to be here. I can't get that word either, certificate. (laughs) I have to practice it over and over, and I just got it right.
0: I am dying. (laughs) Well, maybe that's why I'm like, I've never said it like that before, Certificate. (laughs) <laughs> but um anyhow uh it's funny Kelsey was uh telling me how she's been using the book for different things and I said to her, I go out of nowhere yesterday I was just thinking about my chakras and I was kind of trying to find them all again and try to remember how many do we have again
2: Well I work with 12 so working my system greatly taxes the brain Yeah <laughs> five on top of the seven that most of us work with in yoga
0: got it so i think i got like six i was trying to remember them all yesterday (laughs) and um and it was kind of funny that you were here today and i didn't know that because i never do that and so i must have you know energetically felt that you were coming so this is a massive guide book encyclopedia of sorts uh how long did this take you to write
2: Oh my stars. Let me tell you the secret of that book, Advanced Chakra Healing. It first came out 18 years ago. I actually wrote it 18 years ago. And then it came out two years after that. So I was actually writing the sequel to my very first book, which has the word chakra in it. Most of my books have the word chakra in it. So whatever. And I was nearly done with that second manuscript. And this voice talked to me at night and said, no, 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 no. Just, uh, just erase that book. I'm like, I'm not erasing this book. I'm almost done with. It's like, no, you need to write a different book, which is that book that you're looking at. And it took me two years. It was then bought out by Random House, which killed it. And, but it's still sold. It sold like on the black market. If there's a chakra black market, $150, $200 $150, $200 for the copies of it. And then I resurrected the book again, added 300 more pages. That's why it's so big. Whoa. And it just came out a few months ago. And I think like we've all experienced in life, there's like a timing to everything. hmm all of a sudden, it's like, wow, this is a really cool book. This has tons of stuff in it. And probably 15, you know, 14, 13 years ago, it would have been looked at a little more oddly. But it's the perfect book for people who really want to work with their chakras.
0: Yeah, you're ahead of your time. I understand that because I see Kevin being so, so ahead of his time. And You know, it takes people a while to catch up to you guys. (laughs) So this is the right moment for it because people are so open to this.
2: Or it takes a while for us to catch up to ourselves. (laughs) In my case, I would say also. Yeah. Yeah, I think sometimes, I mean, the past, you know, 15 years have been great for me to just kind of saturate in the information and use it in my personal life, which adds so much credibility when you're helping to walk other people through wow, these chakras are such amazing steering wheels. How can you heal with them, manifest with them, be the spirit who you are? So that's the higher kind of hope for what's in the book.
0: I love it. So what exactly, I think we should probably, for the sake of anybody who hasn't heard our episodes before about chakras, give us the quick kind of definition and, and what they do and why they're important.
2: Absolutely. And the word is in now, but very seldom do we kind of sit back and go, so what are they? (laughs) So what's really in right now is the understanding that everything is energy. I mean, Einstein blew us all to that kind of juncture. Decades ago, he said everything's made out of energy. And there's what now they call subtle energy. When I was being trained, it was called psychic energy And there's physical energy, which is what we grow up really being able to recognize. But 99.999% of an object or a person is this subtle stuff. Chakras manage the subtle stuff. That's what they are. They're They're the subtle brains in the body. I also perceive them around the body. They're like mini computers at store. Everything we've ever been through our beliefs, others beliefs, and there's they operate kind of like ladders that decide what's going to appear in the knock on wood physical reality, or what our feelings are going to be about. And so I think they're really the
0: brains of who we are. So if they're storing all of these memories, is balancing the chakras about kind of cleaning that out?
2: Yes. Yep. And some people are acquainted, even if they haven't practiced it with yoga, such as kundalini yoga. One of the main ideas with working with chakras in a yoga approach is that you're attuning your chakras, but because they hold, they hold our trauma, they hold our good stuff And our abilities, but they also hold our trauma. So the practices that we do, whether it's through breathing, through living our lives in a very concerted way, through something like a yoga or qigong or exercise, or you know, just focus with meditation very briefly, is to clean out the memories that don't really support us, to clean out those energies that don't support us so that we are able to live in this live in a balanced way Maria we're supposed to be able to show up as who we are cleaning out our chakras kind of toning them right letting them shine is how we want to show up in the world because then the world's going to go oh oh I like her (laughs) you know I want to get to know this person or support them on their path so they're they're wonderful vehicles for you know, letting our lives be the way we want them to be.
0: So is it possible to keep your own chakras in place or, or in balance? Or do you need a therapist to help you with that?
2: I think we can do it ourselves. And uh because we don't maybe know it, but we're the experts on our own chakras already, right? We got them. <laughs> it's like, well think of it It, you know they're they're subtle organs they're very powerful but they're not that different than your regular organs your heart your liver so as long as everything's cooking pretty well you can do your own upkeep once you know they're here. So, you know, we know how to take care of our hearts. We know we know we're supposed to, right? Eating healthy, exercising, thinking good thoughts. And once you're aware of your chakras, you can really kind of focus on them for yourself. Sort of like anything though, if you get out of balance, right? Your heart's not working right. You go to a cardiologist, your chakras, you're kind of going, oh, you know, I can't bring in the money that I need or I'm not really able to kind of flow in my life. And you don't have quite the capacity to fix the correlated chakras yourself. Go to a therapist, you know, go to somebody who understands chakra, take a yoga class. It's not very hard to learn about the chakras. I I love it if people buy that book, but you can just Google chakras (laughs) for free because there's lots of charts out there that'll tell you the basics and get you going.
0: Hey, Hill Squad and Better Together fam. Second, you could join the Better Together with Maria Menounos' Instagram page. Third, you could share the show with a friend in need. And finally, for as little as $10 a month, please join our Patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers, ad-free episodes of our show, and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to Patreon. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. Yeah, I love that there are resources for us online, but I love the hard copy of the book. I mean, even, you know, I have some procedures coming up and I'm like, oh, I can go into the digital chart. I I need to see it printed.
2: (laughs) I am so the same. I read every night before I go to bed. People always think I read self-help books because of what I do or meditation books. I want to save the world before I go to bed every night. I read detective novels. (laughs)
0: I read, I read guy books. Wait, detective novels, I would think, I mean, for me, it would keep me up because I'd want to solve the crime before I went to bed. Oh, oh, well, I read really fast. So
2: if I have to skip the middle, I will.
0: (laughs) I'm dead.
2: (laughs) I want the world saved before I go to bed. I feel really functional when, you know, Mitch Rapp or whoever, Jack Reacher, these sorts of, some people won't know their names, but they're those super cool action figures, right? I raised my boys on Marvel Comics also. (laughs) Ninja Turtles. I think some of us kind of know that that's our, you know, kind of best case scenario. Somebody's doing this for us. So I don't want Kindle. I want the real thing. I want to go, ah, close the book. The world's in a good place. I can sleep.
0: Oh my gosh. That's so funny. I think that reading before bed is the best thing that you can do. I, I think I need to get more into that habit. The hard thing is, is my husband wants us to watch TV before we go to bed. So we have a conflict there. Uh, luckily because of this show, usually I have to like, you know, do a little homework and so I can keep that by my bed and that will help me. Uh, but that aside, getting back on track, the book is all about the four pathways to energetic healing. So I would love for you to walk us through those four pathways.
2: I will do that. And, you know, over a decade ago, when I was rewriting the book, you know, it it sounds just so splendid, doesn't it? This is what was revealed to me, but it kind of was. I had these dreams in which, uh, you know, Jesus in a Uh, you know, kind of in the non-religious way, showed up and said, look, people are going to be able to be more proficient at self-healing or helping each other if they have this sense that there's different realities that we exist on at the same time. So those are what the pathways are. Now, science has come along and blown away the number four. They're like, there's 11 dimensions and there's this and that, but four to me is a really great number. I can work with four. So at one level, we're always existing on what is called the elemental pathway. You know, this isn't challenging. It's what we're in. it's, you know, the world of food, air, uh, clothing, thoughts, feelings. It's the physical realm with the emotions. And when most of us are working on our lives, you know, whether we're undoing our history, redoing our history, you know, kind of trying to make more of ourselves, we're typically working this way. Now, kind of think about it within this every day. There's another level of reality that I was led to call the power pathway. Oh, my gosh, I love this layer because on it are forces, And every so often you read somebody kind of pulling off a miracle or making something big happen quickly. That's sort of what this power pathway is about. Uh, You know, on it are different forces that lock the physical into place. So there's generative forces that destroy, there's generative that build up. So something's not working right. You know, it's like you can't budget in your everyday, you're probably going to want to jump here and mo- do some big moving. You know, it's sort of like leveling your house and building a new one when the one you got ain't working.
0: But like in what realm. realm?
2: Well, you you connect all these kind of when you're in kind of a meditative state and it coexists here. So I'll give you an example. I was working with somebody recently who had uh long COVID and a lot of people have long COVID. All right, it's just not budging. It's not moving. Things are getting worse. And, you know, they did what there is to do, which isn't really that much in the medical system. And so when I worked with them, what they were able to feel and I could more intuitively perceive is that those viruses that are part of, you know, the coronavirus had what would be called generative forces on it. So just think of that. Somehow the body's growing the viruses. That's not what you want. Their immune system had degenerative forces on them. So it's really simple once you get a picture in your head, like degenerative forces. So the poor immune system was just like sagging and tired. And so we're empowered inside to make changes for ourselves. I believe there's something bigger, whatever you wanna call that, higher power spirit. And so you connect in and you can say, can we just switch these? Let's get a degenerative energy on the virus. Let's get a generative energy on the immune system. When I help the client do that, they started getting better. Now there's no, you know, kind of, hey, for sure this is gonna work, but more often than not, I'm able to, you know, kind of watch and my clients are able to perceive changes. When they're able to just, I'm gonna I'm gonna be this powerful being who understands that I have help moving things around, and so we can grow what we want to grow and decrease what we want to decrease. So that's
0: the power pathway. Hold on, Cindy, because I can't move on from it because I still don't understand it yet. Do you guys understand
1: Excellent. it? I'm getting there. I like I get. I, <laughs> But I agree. I want well, to keep Well, because if going. I don't
0: get it and maybe you don't get it, then someone else isn't getting it. So I want to ask the questions for everyone's sake. So I get the elemental world, mm-hmm. right? Because we're living in it. We can understand it. it. We can feel it's and there. touch it. It's all here. But yes. the power world, when you say that we are powerful beings that know that we can put degenerative energy towards something we don't want, whether it's Kelsey's stomach issues, the tumor in my head or right. long COVID, um, and then generative issue, uh, energy into other things. How does that actually happen? What are you actually doing?
2: You're literally declaring inside of yourself that you want the forces that are in this plane on this earth to be in a place that is going to give you healing and transformation. You know, part of why it doesn't make sense is that we typically read about these kind of events, especially in spiritual tracts or religions from thousands of years ago, right? We go, Jesus raised the dead. Well, I don't know how to raise the dead. So let's just be clear about that. All right. <laughs> but honestly, when you read about these events that used to happen, where healers, shamans, gurus would just say, let the tumor disappear. But that stuff still appears in our world. It's just a lot of times people don't really have, you know, kind of a picture or a description of what's happening Mm -hmm. with that. And I know I've studied in really unusual places on this planet, jungles and savannas and the desert and with different kinds of healers and shamans. And I've watched them go, wow, they just healed that person or are they just like help this person understand something. Um, I for instance was talking about this when I was teaching a class at a college, which is not usually where you talk about these things. Mm -hmm. And I was talking about how there's, if you keep it simple, there's forces that are always available. We see them in nature, right? Tree falls in the forest. Aren't there degenerative forces decaying it? Uh, a seed is planted in the soil. Hmm, there's generative forces helping to grow it. We just typically describe those forces as microbes or sunlight or water. But what if there were really big forces that were helping? and she had this growth on her wrist it wasn't cancerous it was a growth and but you could see it it was sort of like a half of a golf ball or whatever right and she goes well it's a fatty tissue tumor you know how does this work and i honestly wasn't really trying to do something major i just said well now from the power perspective think of it as nature you're just a little screwed up here you've got a and a big energy. I see them like tubes of energy in my head, a big tube of energy growing that. And your immune system doesn't, you know, it's sort of like ignoring it. So, so it's sort of that, that, that tumor, that cyst is hidden. And I said, what if you just think, hey, my higher self, God, whatever word you want to use, let's just flip those around. Honest to gosh, Maria, that. That cyst disappeared in front of you, in front of me. I was probably as shocked because I wasn't really trying to do that. I was trying to say, this is how it works. And it just went down, just went down, just disappeared. And again, Try this at home, but I can't guarantee results.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> but see, even just that explanation makes this so much clearer to me because also when you think about the tubes, so this large tube is feeding that fatty tissue. It's almost like the block, and that's why the immune system can't get to it. So if you say shift yeah. that out and bring in the the resources and the rest of my body into this, that makes a lot of sense. And also I've been doing... um a lot of Joe dispenses, medit- meditations, great. great stuff. And great. Stuff. I wonder if the same thing is applicable. And it sounds like it does. Because you're saying declare. And what I'm learning is our thoughts become things and the mind and the body has no idea between perception and reality. So whatever you tell it to think, I am healed, you know, and and you match it with the emotion of it already happening. That's when things happen. So is it because you're thinking differently and that creates a different chemistry that provides the healing?
2: Yes, it literally creates a different chemistry. So look at those studies of, uh, you know, a person with multiple personality disorder, you know, which is the old term for it. There are studies that show when like if Cindy were being Ava right now, OK, maybe I need glasses when I'm being Cindy. I don't need glasses. Now, that is such a huge set of scientific realizations that the same physical body, when it's kind of in a different framework. Right. We're holding it in a different mindset will operate differently differently that's what we're talking about there was was it just two years ago or so it wasn't very long ago it was just certainly during all the lockdown um there was a police officer who lifted you know the old story of the mother who lifts the car mm-hmm. off her child and she can't even like lift a you know two pound dumbbell otherwise that's me <laughs> right that's kind of what we're talking about there was an officer who lifted a car and rescued somebody <sighs> trapped underneath it just got the chills Think of the powers in our body. So instead of focusing only on, here's my little cells, right? Or here's just this singular organ. We're talking about getting our whole mindset. And you said the key, Maria, you got to have your feelings in it too, right? Like, oh, that intention in it. You More than intention. I don't think it's just intention. You want to have a decision made, made for yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have this happen everything comes together and the body goes, okay, sure. That's what we're going to do. And sometimes it's somebody outside of us, you know, that can actually maybe do that with us or for us. Uh, Sometimes those of us who believe in, you know, God or higher power, you know, we're giving our power there, which is coming through us to do it. I don't care how you get there. I think it's really exciting to have the concept of this. So much science says that what you believe is what becomes, which is what you just said. And Joe Dispenza really gets it. Mm -hmm. Studies on the placebo effect. I mean, that believing something is going to happen between I think it's 35% to 87% greater chance of it happening. Like this pill is going to work. The nocebo effect we don't like to talk about that very often. I don't know how many of us have heard the word. Never. It's the opposite. Oh my God, this is such fascinating. So placebo is you believe it, big chance it's going to happen. That's your mindset. That's your soul, I would say. No SIBO effect is the opposite. And it says, if you think something bad's going to happen, guess what? It probably is. You think this pill is going to make you sick. Guess what? It probably will. Same percentage. They can give people sugar pills and say, you're going to get, ill from this and they get ill. It's sugar pills. I like sugar. (laughs) doesn't make me sick. Hmm. Um, The first time I heard about the nocebo effect was decades ago. There was a stadium in, I think it was San Diego, but this was decades ago. And the announcers, you know, kind of four people checked themselves into an infirmary, you know, that, you know, said we got the flu or we're sick. And the officials decided that there was toxic microbes in the soda pop dispensers in the stadium. I know you can hear You can see where this is going, can't you? Mm -hmm. So they announced this over the loudspeakers. Oh, my gosh. The place cleared out. The local hospitals, ERs, emergency rooms were flooded. Later, they discovered there was nothing wrong with the soda pop dispensers. There was nothing in them. People hearing you could get sick from this got sicker. They got sick.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's really interesting how little credit we give to our mind and bodies. And I think that the exploration of just how powerful we really are and what we're really capable of is so exciting. Uh, It's I know arduous and and you know it's work for people and that's where you know we we kind of meet that fork in the road. So there's those of us who are just going to go the traditional route cuz it's easier. Give me the pill. Let me, you know, let me just go this way. But I think you can also simultaneously hold space to be going this way and learning and exploring and trying. And uh, and I think it's I think it's just so cool because it really is what you believe will be. When I was having surgery, just before I had surgery, Tony Robbins said, "Whatever what you believe will be, honey." And I was like, "Huh, okay, I believe that." We had uh, Sage and Serena Dyer on the show, Wayne Dyer's daughters. They wrote a book recently, and uh, was it Serena? I think it was Serena that had um, some condition. Oh, well, the was bumps. The it
1: bumps. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Serena. She had, she grew up, she had like, it was like a rash.
0: Yeah, she had these bumps. Yeah. She called them her bumps. And, you know, it was, you know, a whole thing. And one night <clears throat> she told them something like, you know, bumps, you know, it's time for you to go. Mm-hmm. And they did. I <laughs> mean, it, it's it's wild. But ever since she said that, and that's why I love talking about this stuff, because You kind of see what's possible when you see people do the impossible. And so ever since she said that, I have my practices where I talk to my things and and I'm like, yeah, go away. Thanks for what you did. Appreciate you. You were great. Taught me a lot of lessons. Time to go.
2: And a beautiful attitude that is like, thank you gratitude, not shame. Oh my gosh, how can I let myself stay with this so long? And I believe too, we want to supplement with a lot of these ideas. I'm reminded of a wild teaching I went through. It's a little odd, but it's real. <laughs> I, I love the, to,
0: okay. the precursor. It's a little uh, odd. Here yeah, we go. A
2: little odd, but there I am. Um, so I used to go study shamanism down in Peru out of kidos on the Amazon, in the jungle. And I led a group down there one time, several years ago. And I consulted with the shaman and said, will you teach the people I brought, you know, some of your medicines? He goes, sure. So he looked at us one day and he goes, I'm going to take your group to meet my teacher.
0: I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. What do you have? is using the way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the way, t h e o u a i.com and enter the promo code heal squad for 15% off any product. That's the way, t h e o u a i.com. Promo code heal squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. So I'm like,
2: okay, didn't know much more than that. We had a group get on a boat. Go down the Amazon a couple hours, get landed in the middle of, you know, nowhere in the jungle. A couple guys with machete, you know, kind of open up this path that was overgrown. And we, we walk back to this beautiful tree, huge, huge old tree. And he said, That's my teacher. And I'm like, well, that's wonderful. That's beautiful. And there was a woman in the group who was challenging. Let's just put it that way. Very challenging person. And um, that's my issue that I find her challenging. Own it. There it is. And suddenly I can hear the tree in my head and it goes, watch this. And you know, you're in trouble. First of all, when you hear a tree. <laughs> <And> second, <laughs> second when the tree opens up and this swarm of bugs went at that person, the, the, the person who I found challenging, bitter all over the place oh yeah, the shaman's worthless at this point. He's just watching this. I'm like, hello. And I'm in charge of the group. I'm, I have my little backpack with like water in it, hardly anything. And I hear the tree say, well, help her. I'm like, I, I didn't bite her. <laughs> I mean, my very human part is going, what am I supposed to do? And this is where I really came to believe that power pathway is really real it just said, like, give her this. And I felt saw in my head, you know, like that big tube of energy, beautiful tube of energy, you know, kind of coming forth, if you would. And it just said, you know, put this on her Well, I'm like, I don't, you know, it's awkward. So I opened up my pack and I took out my Carmex. Now we all know what Carmex looks Mm -hmm. like, right? Little white jar, yellow cover. And I thought, Well, I guess I'm just going to put this energy in the Carmex and put it on her. But if she sees the yellow cover, she's going to know this is just Carmex. There's nothing magic about Cindy's Carmex. (laughs) So I hid the cover, you know, took the goop, the balm, spread it on her body. And I could kind of feel that beautiful force going in it. Now, I'm not a special person. It was like what was provided through nature you know, that was this healing force, spread it on her, and all the wealth disappeared.
0: Hmm.
2: I know. Hmm. So I was taught a lesson that was like, you know, what we need is here on this planet, maybe we just can't perceive it or see it. So be open to it, you know, be open to be a vehicle for it, and to allow it to stir, to help ourselves and other people
0: too. Wow. <laughs> Kelsey. You that I story, love that.
1: Right? I think that's so cool. <laughs> that's
0: so wild. So was she less challenging after? She was actually. <laughs> so. When you said this is my thing, is that, are you saying that you have, you have difficulty with challenging people? Like that's one of your triggers?
2: Yeah, when people are really um, not nice.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, I think that's kind of everybody's turn. You
2: know, when they're not nice to other people, I'm I'm just so over that, right? I don't need to be around that. And so it was sort of like, you know, who knew what that was about in her? But whatever the tree did, took care of a lot of issues at the same time.
0: Wow. Oh, my God. That's my worst nightmare. I hate bugs. ah! Well, anything that stings, I don't like.
2: Yeah, the mean bugs,
0: the mean ones. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, okay, so I I understand power. I understand elemental. Then there's imaginal. Yes.
2: So this is the pathway that is typically worked by mystics and shamans. All right. So now we're even a little more out of our everyday environment and. In the studying of mysticism, shamanism, in every culture, this is not restricted to indigenous cultures, though a lot of indigenous cultures still keep these traditions alive. On the imaginal pathway, you're working with other worlds, other realms. What science is proving is certainly probably true. This reality, other realities, the eleven known dimensions, like the quantum space. Yeah, the quantum. It's the quantum space. It's total quantum. Yeah, and when you're working in the quantum, you're often working with soul, and you're you're working in what the quantum physicists call the idea of many realities. Like here's Cindy, and maybe there's a parallel Cindy who doesn't have a particular problem that this here and now with, on Better Together Cindy has. So we can flip this. Now, we're not just getting, getting rid of our problems so that another part of us has them, <laughs> right? It's just, it's such a really interesting time in science because we're really showing that there's all these different realities and you can move energy between them. And that's how shamans for thousands of years have actually been working. They've been saying, let's get, a, let's get rid of this negative energy and put a positive one in place. That's essentially what the imaginal realm is about. So
0: you're borrowing from your other selves? Pretty much, pretty much that's what
2: we're doing. Yep. So in quantum physics, and this is even regular physics, nothing's ever wasted and nothing disappears. Um, So if I step forward, I have other realities, you know, that sort of at least for a moment kind of pop into existence and then they just sort of stay away from who I am. You know, the Cindy that moved to the left or the Cindy who moved to the right instead of the one who went forward. So if you think about the problems we have right now, that's one of many branches. Maybe we wouldn't have this problem if this had gone different or this had gone different or if our ancestors made different choices. So what you're doing is saying, I want to bring the best of all possible worlds or choices into this one. And then that can kind of work through our chemistry to help our body create it. So that's, that's really <clears throat> what we're doing.
0: Mm, that seems super complicated still to me. Kelsey? I
2: think sometimes it Concur. is. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's, you know, when we're working with this, everybody is, is often when we're dreaming. Have you ever had those dreams where you go, something just changed, or I had a different way to look at the situation, or I went somewhere and conquered a fear. We all operate on this pathway. It's just usually we're doing it when we're kind of tuned out (laughs) or tuned in or in our dream life. And the mystics across time have always known that those are, that's real. That stuff's really real. We just don't identify with it. The dreams. When we're in the dream world mm-hmm. in our everyday reality. We don't wanna, th- I don't think we always wanna think that's true because we're so over identified with being normal. We forget we're not just normal.
0: <laughs> yeah. So do the dreams have anything the dreams we have have anything to do with chakra imbalances, I wonder?
2: A lot of times I do believe they do. I think they reveal them. It kind of uh-huh. makes sense to me. Mhm. Yeah. I think we've all had those really imbalanced dreams, I'm sure. I mean, I waitressed my way through high school and college, and I still get waitress dreams. <laughs> They're horrifying. And what does if that mean you, you think? Some, Well, you know, you can't get to all your, you can't get to the people, you're not wearing your uniform. um, You're trying to make a salad and it keeps overflowing. I mean, I think that's our psyche or soul's way of pointing out where there's an imbalance for that one in my kind of just in my brain, I'd say that might be what we call a third chakra imbalance. You're overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. You can't get to everything. You're disorganized. So, I mean, it's lovely to connect that to chakras too, or get a sense of that because then you can kind of work with that chakra Mm. and give yourself some help too.
0: Speaking of dreams I've been having, it's my second dream I had in one week of my baby. Oh, wow. I only see one. We're going to implant two. And that first dream I had, (sighs) I saw the second baby, but my friend had swaddled her with a boy, and I'm like, the boy's going to crush her, and she was, I think it was a she, she was all swaddled in this little thing next to him, but you couldn't see her face or her body, and I was peeling the layers, Cindy, and I was so scared to see what was under, I never saw it, and then my second dream, just the other night, I saw him again, and I was just so happy, and I kept kissing him and loving him. It makes me so excited to actually have a baby for the first (laughs) time in my life, like really excited. And Uh I'm like, this is so exciting. It's so wild. But I know that it's real and it's happening for a reason.
2: This is imaginal. It's real. It's real. And you might want to do a little more work with both of those dreams. I mean, you know, the baby boy is solid, right? Yeah. Couldn't you feel that? Like there is. Oh, I saw full
0: form. He was smiling at me and I was like, yeah. Oh, my God! It was like my dog's on crack. Like it was the most unbelievable <laughs> feeling in the world, but I've never had that. I've never thought about it that intensely. It's so wild that's imaginal
2: i mean it's it's like you're in that sort of imagination space, right but you know, it's real. The shamans call those lucid dreams Mm. where they're real. They're not made up. It's not like the psychological dreams where you're just like looking for your car in the parking lot and you can't find it because whatever, you really did lose your keys in real life and you better go look for them. It's like, it's real. And that first dream's really intriguing too, Mm. Maria. Right?
0: I know. I'm scared
2: of it. (laughs) Well, see, I think it's, I think why some people, like many of us, you know, we don't really necessarily like to go into the mystical or the imaginal or the imaginative because we're like, well, what if I make something come true that's, that feels bad Mm -hmm. or scary? So that's where we can, you know, kind of like center and just go, you know, if something needs to be corrected, let's let it be corrected um if there's healing to bring to a situation let's let that happen or whatever's the best for all concerned let's open that up so it's not just on us to decipher everything or fix everything we can just ask for it to be shifted too okay um when i, like I was that. pregnant with my youngest son who's now 23 um I took a pregnancy. I knew I was pregnant. I took a pregnancy test and it was negative. Then I took another pregnancy test and it was negative. And I thought, well, I don't care what they say. I'm pregnant. <laughs> and every book I picked up, I was going on vacation. I went on vacation. Every trashy novel, detective novel, you name it, <laughs> I picked up. There was a pregnant person in it. And the stories in the books about that being, right? The, the baby that got born and this and that all ended up describing my child perfectly. And then when I was about five months along, his soul, this is imaginal pathway, his soul actually came to me in a dream state. And he was just like an angel. If you met this kid, he, he's really one of the kindest people on this planet. Aww. I mean, He just teaches me all the time. You know, when I'm not being nice, he goes, mom, (laughs) he used to go, you need a timeout. No, he would. I got timeout. So he appeared in my dream and he showed me three visions and two of them were about jewelry sales. His father was going to make within a month to the penny. He gave me the numbers to the penny. I didn't tell his dad this stuff. They happened those sales. I mean, whatever. He also showed me, showed me this event that it was, it was rainy. And he goes, my father could be killed in this storm. And I knew it was after my son, he, you know, when he finally came out would be born when he was about a year and a half, whatever, just went on with my life. Nice day. We've been having storms. Gabe's about a year and a half years old. And I have this weird feeling, very nice day though. His dad's picking him up from daycare. And I get this feeling like, I gotta, I gotta slow him down. He can't drive. I don't want him driving fast. I called his father. You know, Gate's in a chair in the back. And his dad's driving. And I said, Will you slow down? Well, the miracle is he did.
0: <laughs> he <laughs> listened.
2: Right? Yay. He stopped going. Yeah, he wasn't even speeding, but he really slowed down right after that call. I am so not thinking I'm doing anything important. Huge tree that had been gouged in one of our previous lightning storms fell right in front of them. Wow. We are these people. We are interconnected. Mm -hmm. We just have to kind of pay attention. And I believe, no, there's something better that is helping us with what's happening.
0: So maybe we just don't swaddle her too tight. (laughs) (laughs) No,
2: ask for a healing. Just ask for healing. Ask for a shift. That's what I would do. Just ask for a shift.
0: Yeah, I like that. Um, The last pathway, the four pathways to energetic healing is what we're talking about. We went over elemental, power, imaginal. And I think I'm getting imaginal better now, even just understanding the dream and how that is connected to us. Um, But I do wonder, how do you work with it? Is it what you're saying? The shifting, asking for shifts?
2: The best verb is shift. Like when you're working power, you're kind of like assuming, you know, kind of, hey, I can make some decisions here. Uh, Yeah, being assertive. Yes, you be assertive. Command, you command. The imaginal, you're shifting. And it is a little more magical. And sometimes you want to be able to be in a meditative state or people always talk about dawn and twilight as these times when we're a little bit more expanded or connected in or just dream it. You don't have to be asleep to dream, daydream, just daydream, draw a picture, you know, kind of work with that imagination at a really
0: deep level. That's Mm -hmm.
2: how I would work with the imaginal.
0: Okay. Queenie, did you have a question on that earlier? No,
2: you literally just, that's exactly what I was going to ask. I'm so glad
0: you did. (laughs) Thank you. And you're welcome. Uh, The last pathway to energetic healing is divine.
2: Well, don't we just love the feeling of this, just bringing it up. And it's a pathway we're always on that really is the one that more typically is considered to afford the miraculous Uh, But miracles, I love C.S. Lewis, the theologian. He wrote Chronicles and Narnia and a whole bunch of really cool stuff. And they're kids' books. I love kids' books because they make more sense, I think, a lot of times (laughs) than adult books than some of my books. (laughs) And, you know, he said a miracle is the appearance of what's supposed to be here. Ooh.
0: I know. Pregnant pause, right? Pregnant pause. The appearance of what's supposed to be here. Well, who says? Who says it's supposed to be here, technically?
2: Well, our own spirit. And I mean, I think all of us, especially when we were young, had this sense of being bigger than our everyday selves. I I mean, I did. I would sometimes look at those adults and go, oh my stars, they're running the world. (laughs) Right. So, that innate wisdom that's in us that we are, that innocent self, uh, you know, our conscious self. We've got all these words these days that, that are wonderful, but they don't describe the feeling of being the divine self we are, right? And it's not You know, it's not about being better than other people, having to do anything perfectly. It's that spark we are inside. Like, I love, I love the title of your show, Better Together. We're always better together. Mm -hmm. And, and our spirits, like your essence, my essence, Kelsey's essence, our essence is Kevin's essence. You know, those are the parts of us that know we're already, we're already linked. And we're hooked into something even bigger and better that wants the best for us. And so when we're doing divine pathway, what we're real, and there's techniques, prayer. I don't care if you're religious, it makes no difference what you believe in, right? I don't, you can believe in a toaster in the sky. The 12 steps get that right. Cause they're like, just believe in something bigger. That's good. That's it. That's it. No brain cells really required on that one. Um, but it's coming from that place of faith in bigger, you know, biggerness, <laughs> like, Hey, I'm i I'm a good being. I believe in love. Like, I think there is love. I think that whatever is loving, you know, kind of would want something even better to appear for me. And once we start to move into that little bit of knowing it grows and things just sort of really do sort of transform for us. Um, I'll tell you the the brain, the brain freeze on this one is that I believe things will shift into what's supposed to be here. Like sometimes I've known, like my son really struggled last year in baseball. He had COVID in his back. Oh my gosh, it was horrible. He's a pitcher. You can't pitch if your back freezes up. Horrible, horrible time, horrible. I mean, horrible for me because I was completely powerless too. And it was just about, let's just, you know, go deeper. And he looks back on those horrible months. Let's not pretend they were, you know, lovely. Now he's going, mom, I learned so much through that. I think it was supposed to happen Mm. because I wouldn't really necessarily be ready to keep becoming a better pitcher unless I had to look at all the junk still in me. Now, so what unfolded felt right to him looking back. Sometimes what we're going through doesn't feel right, right? It's like, I don't think I'm supposed to have this, or this isn't quite right. This Maybe I inherited this from my ancestors, or my parents, or I'm not getting the right perception. I don't feel like things are supposed to be this hard. I hear for that, that from people all the time. Trust that sense, um, because the divine pathway is about being able to just settle in and go, um, whatever's here, even if it's uncomfortable, is probably meeting a need or a perceived way of meeting a need, whether it be pleasing me or pleasing my parents or someone else. I'm willing, it's really willingness. I'm willing to let the thing shift so that I meet this need in a way that's easier for myself. That's the clue on that pathway.
0: I like that so it's like Que Sera." That's like it the is. Jimmy Stewart it movie is. I love so much where she sings, you know, uh was it I Donna Reed? Was it Donna yes. Reed that sang Que Sera"? Um whatever <laughs> will be remember. will be. But then <laughs> I could sing it. <laughs> yeah. I don't I think it might have been her. No, Donna Reed que was it a wonderful sera. life. I can't remember, but uh it's also um you know what's meant to be will be and and So let it
2: become. Let it be calm.
0: And it's interesting because, you know, you're a healer, so you probably went right in with all your tools and techniques and healings and nothing's working, but that's because he was supposed to go through that. Like, we're not supposed to necessarily be able to fix everything. Sometimes you have to go through things to get to the other side because they're going to teach you, which is why I love the tool from Tony Robbins, life is happening for you, not to you. So I guess when you're in those moments... Um, and you've tried, you think everything it's surrendering maybe to it and knowing that there's a a greater reason for it.
2: It's always about surrendering and when and how it's possible. I can't, I did not feel a lot of gratitude last year when he would right, be going through all that. And I was that mother who kept going on sitting at the bleachers. Like you do not abandon somebody in their worst times. You don't even if it's miserable for them and miserable for you watching, right? In fact, there was a lockdown going. So half the time I wasn't even supposed to be going to the games. I would cheat. I would go two hours before the games, sit near the dugout. So they thought I was a coach's wife so I could sit there. (laughs) I wasn't the coach's wife. Um, So sometimes you do just have to get through something because you know it's important. You can have all your feelings about it you know, powerlessness, sadness, anger. And yet if we can summon a little bit of gratitude right along the way, Mm -hmm. like there's something, you know, in this, there's a rebirth for me. There's some awarenesses. I'm open for those. i Believe that's the key to when we're going through something. Mm -hmm. But it is really important to say because, you know, I'm a healer. We all have our experiences as healers or with healing. There is this sort of idea that a miracle is like what we think it's going
0: to be, or what (laughs) we want it to be,
2: what we really, yeah, what we're voting for, which isn't, you know, that's sometimes it's going to become what we're voting it to be. Uh, But sometimes when we're healing, say, a tumor or, you know, a really challenging situation, it's the chemotherapy that's going to work or the therapy or the quitting the alcohol, right? Going sober that's going to work.
0: It's interesting because... This isn't a question that's necessarily applicable to everybody, but it can be because if you're a nurse or you're a doctor or whatever, when you are the one that's supposed to be able to fix something and you can't, how do you handle that? How did you feel? Because I feel like there would be feelings of like, you know whatever i'm not even going to assume tell me how you felt and then how you managed those feelings
2: right well i felt miserable <laughs> it's the same thing when no matter what position we're in when we're trained or equipped and told hey you can fix it can do attitude right and i went through so many different feelings i had um shame inside of myself i felt sad Um, I took on a fair amount of my son's feelings to carry them with him. I don't think that's all bad. Honestly, I think empathy is often, you know, very little prized. And I think it's sometimes okay to walk through something with somebody and not try to talk them out of their feelings, but to say, yeah, I can feel your pain with you. I feel how scared you are. I feel how lost you are. Powerless, helpless, despair, really horrible as a mother, like I felt like a failed mother sometimes because um, I'd helped him with so many other of his issues and situations in baseball. I was like, well, how come none of that's working? Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, where's God? Um, and you know what I would do that did help? It was hardest when my son would call me and go, mom, what's going to fix this? And I got nothing. What did help is every so often I felt guided to just say, I have no answers. I'm not able to help. I will ask for a sign for you. That became my way through because sometimes when we're with somebody who's so caught in pain, right? They're not able to necessarily get like a ray of sunshine for themselves. And I would just say, I'm willing to be that vessel to get a sign, a message, a dream, something for you. And I did get some, I got really strong ones. And, you know, maybe through that four months, maybe I got four signs, right? Well, they were beautiful and they've become quite accurate Mm -hmm. and they were helpful. So in my you know, sense of failing the other person who I, you know, my child, but it could be a parent, it could be a client, it could be a patient. I had to go through, I think it was divine pathway because nothing else was working, I'll tell you. And, you know, just kind of say, give me, give me what I need, give me some hope, help me provide a little bit of sunshine in here. And it came. I got, you know, kind of what kind of kept him going.
0: Do you think I, that you had to surrender it to God at some totally, point? Totally, totally, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember being in the room when my father was dying, you know, a couple decades ago. And I have this great toolkit, right, of helping people see the light and <laughs> all this stuff. There's my father, my sisters, my stepmother, and I'm trying to help him ease out of the body. And what felt like a being came in me and just said, this is my job. Let go. I don't know how many times I have to learn that lesson. (laughs) Wow. But it's surrender.
0: Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Because um, I think there are a lot of people who feel helpless. I was helping a friend whose mom is in her kind of final stages of ALS. And she saw a post of mine where I recently talked about how I held two paths very strongly when my mom was in her last five or six months and one was hoping and believing a miracle could come but then also simultaneously saying I'm okay if this is the end of her journey I I understand that that could also be happening right that she's already been a miracle and you know I don't know how the story is gonna end until it ends and so. I remember probably even telling you, Kelsey, at the time, like, I might be setting myself up with the greatest fall ever by doing this, being so hopeful that she could continue to be a miracle. And <clears throat> I look back now, I mean, we're approaching a year, May 2nd, and I know that that helped me go through it so much better. I think it probably helped her go through it so much better because she also had hope. And, and I think that it was the best way to go through it. So my friend was like, how do you have hope when you're watching them suffer? And I look back and I never really saw my mom suffering. I was there tending to her every need, making sure she wasn't, but I never looked at her like she was dying. I was living in that present moment so intensely. I was super sad and tired. I mean, exhausted, cooked emotionally. Like there was so much But I never looked at her like that. I look back now and I say, oh, my God, I can't believe what she went through. I can't believe what we went through. But in the time, I didn't. And I said, you know, the only advice I could say is, you know, you thought her journey was going to be over two and a half years ago. She's defied all the odds already. Let's be grateful for the extra time your kids got with her and the great the special moments all of you got to have. I said, and there's going to be so much work that you, so much, so many lessons you can take on into your work as a therapist, as a physical therapist with other families who are going through this. But I think it's hard where you're in those moments and your mindset is, this is her life now. This sucks. And, and listen, like I said, I understand I, I've been in those moments too. But, um, but I do feel like connecting to the divine and, and staying in that kind of, positive how do I make every day as amazing as I can be is it can be moment um, is is a great way to be
2: it's the way to live it, and you know what pops in my head as you're talking thank you for speaking to that is the word bridging mm-hmm. that maybe the miracles are really the bridging right we just don't know you know kind of where the bridge is going to end but it's always going to be in a in a place of goodness. My mom died a couple years ago and she had asked, she had a DNR, a do not resuscitate. And there was an unfolding where when she was in the hospital, the, the doctor called me the next morning, you know, since she had gone in and said, she's had a heart attack. Do you want me to put her on life support? And you know what? I quickly just opened up and I thought she's supposed to go on life support. I felt so horrible because I was disobeying her marching orders, but, that bit of like where her spirit could still bridge to mine. I just said, we have to put her on that.
0: But you could tell the difference between your feeling as a daughter and what she wanted.
2: Exactly. I knew she, I had to put her on the life support and I had members of my family kind of mad at me. And I thought, no, I, this is, this is just what's needing to happen. And she she lived, if you would, five more days, had a very peaceful ending. I was in the room with my oldest son. When we took her off the light support after my sisters and my oldest son arrived in town and other relatives, we had a ceremony. My mother woke up completely cognizant. She saw my sister she'd only seen like once in 10 years and they hugged. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, I know, I know. And that was exactly, that was the miracle. That was, and then she slipped back, you know, and we kept her, you know, calm. And when she slipped away, I was in the room with my oldest son, like I said, she just smiled and was gone and she was gone. That is divine. She, of course, she still died and I didn't do exactly the right thing, (laughs) Yeah. But I did the holy. You know what I mean? I felt well, she's, the holy. She's
0: communicating with you she's because she sees what's possible that she didn't know in her that's other it. state. That's right. She it. didn't know that she could have that moment with your sister till she was she on the other side. Because what they're doing they is are. they're crossing back and forth they in are those last bridging. days. Wow, that's so There's cool. The bridging.
2: Woo. And that's what we do in our everyday lives. We're just not so aware of it. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't just tune out and, you know, not be present, but we're there's this bridging on this so-called pathway where I think what is about heaven is constantly coming into us and what we don't need that isn't about, you know, some kind of a beautiful state is passing out of us. I think that's happening all the time. And, you know, it's just that, you know, I have a laundry list. I have laundry like everyone else. We're just not tuned into it mm-hmm. all the most of the time.
0: Wow. It's so cool. Um, I know that there was potentially an opportunity, and I don't know if you still have time for this and how long it takes to do an example of this pathway work with maybe Kelsey. Yeah, Is that possible? I'd love to.
2: How long Hi, does Kelsey. that take, you think? Hi, Cindy. <laughs> How much time do we have? Do do we have five
0: minutes? Yeah, we definitely do. Let's do five minutes. Okay, so everybody, um, Cindy's going to give an example of how to approach these four pathways to energy healing. We're going to work on Kelsey's stomach, or you can choose what you want to work on.
2: Stomach's great. There you go. (laughs) 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 <laughs> so we've talked about Kelsey's stomach. It's become its own sort of thing, hasn't it, Kelsey? On a oh, on yeah. one of our different oh, yeah. shows, too. Oh yeah. All right. So, you know, without going into a lot of depth, you know, I know you, you struggle with some stomach issues, microbiome issues. That's the new N-word these days. You know, and on the elemental level, uh, we're talking about diet, uh, microbes, supplements, flora. Probiotics, etc. Right? Yep. Okay. So I'm going to stay on that pathway. I'm okay. going to deliberately kind of connect with my spirit. So I'm coming from my best place, your spirit, Kelsey. So I typically go through this practice. We're bringing in and calling on helpers. Maria's included in there, but Maria, you're not on to do this. You're just your 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 spirit is helping. All right, and the way on the elemental, Kelsey, I'd approach this is I'm asking for your spirit or helping spirits to shift for you physiological aspects of your stomach. All right, what do you sense or what do you feel, if anything right now? I kind of got a little like, it was almost like my
1: breath got deeper. Like I just went... (laughs) I don't know what that means, but that's the only thing I really noticed. Uh, And
0: I don't know why, but I kept hearing supplements, 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 supplements in uh my head. How weird. Yep,
2: Yep, because that's the key on that for Mm. for Kelsey. And I know you're on some, you know, I would guess you're on some, Mm -hmm. you know, but that's what you're, that's what you get when you're kind of in your flow Mm. and you're doing elemental, you'll get really practical. And for you, Kelsey, one of the practical ways to respond to that stomach stuff Deep breathing, yeah. diaphragm. Yeah. Because there's fear. Elemental also has to do with emotions. There's just deep fear inside of here. So, breathing deeper, and I believe your guidance will help you breathe deeper, will work through and move through those fears
0: too. All right. So, and you're probably supposed to trust the things you hear and feel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, if I by proxy yes. keep hearing supplement, supplements, and I feel like it was a negative supplement, supplement, it probably means you need to examine your supplements and see maybe there's something in there that's not working.
1: Well, yep. Yeah, funny because yep. I'm on very, very little now because my doctor is great and we always talked about how I was on too many to begin oh. with and people just... And I believed anyone who told me anything, so I took 405 <laughs> supplements.
2: Everybody goes through that.
1: Because <laughs> I was like, I just want to fix it. I was so desperate and so yeah. much pain. And so it's funny you say that because I think that that was, I think... Now I'm finally at a place where I'm taking very little and it's a good place with my supplements. But I'll always teeter with like, if someone says, you know, you should do this. It'll fix everything. I'm like, oh, should I? And then Dr. B will be like, no. <laughs> so that's funny you say that. Yeah.
2: So supplements are important mm-hmm. and just make sure your body has a feeling of goodness when mm-hmm. you choose one to take too. So it'll is there either a practice- send your energy down Oh, yeah. Is there, there a it.
0: practice, Cindy, like maybe you take one at a time and you feel how each one of them feels Absolutely. and you can use your own kind of kinesiology in a sense? Ooh.
2: Totally. That's what it is. It's a form of kinesiology, letting your body give you, mm. you know, kind of a response. Mm. You can even hold a supplement like one and get a sense if your body's energy seems to go down, like it makes you depressed or low feeling. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Or if it gives you an upward feeling. That's another way to do it. Supplements, you know, uh, impact each other. So I'm a real believer, the fewer, the better. Personally, I only take like two myself, right? So if you're going to maybe look at adding one, go recheck the others to see if they should stay or not also. Mm. I think that's,
0: I mean, I don't know any of this stuff. I just felt like it would you be like a it. kinesiology that yeah. you would just test each one now. Since you're on so few, test them.
1: Right. Well, and I'm, Dr. Right. Laura taught us full body, yes. So mm-hmm. it's, like, it's exactly what you guys are saying, like holding that supplement and feeling what I, like, am I getting a full body, yes? Yeah, or... but what I would do,
0: so you don't have any kind of interference or whatever, like a true experiment is put, all four on the table, mix them around and just take one by one and feel it so you don't know which one is which. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I like that. That's brilliant. I love that. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs)
2: You got to sneak it. You get sneaky. Yeah. Trick yourself. Uh Oh, I like that. All right. So power pathways really pretty simple, because we don't have to get our brains involved. We think we do. This is where there's generative and degenerative forces. Mm. We're going to do this cheat like. All right. I love cheating. I like things, you know, to just like have bigger help, make things happen quick. Mm. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Whatever guidance that's present, that's positive with you, I'm asking them to shift the forces to where they're supposed to be. Generative, where they're supposed to be degenerative, where they're supposed to be And some just disappear altogether. Mm. Okay. What do either of you sense or feel? Because we're literally in each other's field while this is happening. I feel like heavier,
1: like almost in in a good way, like a a grounded, like Mm. I really, I, for the first time kind of like realized that my butt was on the chair. You know, sometimes it's like, we just go through the motions, but that's, even my arms felt a little heavier.
0: So- When you say degenerative, where it's supposed to, that feels like such a negative because I don't want anything degenerated. I want everything generated. Um, So I want you to explain that and then I'll tell you what I was feeling.
2: Okay. Okay. Degenerative. I believe that there's degenerative forces now acting better in Kelsey to take away emotions that are not her own. Mm. So they're reducing those Mm. and degenerating. Now I can't talk. (laughs) The microbes that are not helpful.
0: Okay. That distinguishment is so helpful. So degenerative can be to, you know, the cancer cells, let's say, or to whatever is going on in somebody. Okay. So I saw big tubes in her like (laughs) chest. You did? Her heart, just like. Uh (laughs) and to me that's what's taking away from down here and it Mm. makes sense because you were having such incredible healing and then your focus went on to some stuff that's been going on where you've Mm -hmm. been stressed and that's just where all your attention Mm. is and I think that when you move a lot of that's going to be released yeah I agree
2: exactly yeah and Those generative forces when you move will go even lower into your body. The lower Mm. part of our body has to do with everyday reality, the denseness, the higher is the spiritual, the middle is the psychological. So the grounding is so important, that feeling of being here, because ultimately your digestive system needs to have access to and turn on the right bacteria right in order to digest your food the right way and the generative forces are helping with that too so it's a big shift and it just keeps happening also this isn't like a one and done I mean it is a one and done (laughs) but the energies will keep working they just keep working as long as they need to once you call them also
1: no I really do feel heavier and I feel like one Good. of the things I've always struggled with is my lack of being grounded. Always, yeah. always, like forever. Any yogi, human, blah, but They're always like, you're not grounded. And I'm like, yeah, thank you. I'm well aware of that. <laughs> so it's, I really do feel I'm like,
0: oh, I, I
2: feel heavier. Good. Yeah. Good. yeah. You're going to metabolize your food better, et cetera. Mm. When you're in the body, the body works better. Yes. I wonder if also,
0: sense. it would make sense to me that... If you, every time you're eating is you're thinking about the regenerative ability of your body Mm. to like, I would envision the food going down the esophagus into the stomach, all the green, I think of things in green check marks and red X's, all little green check marks going into the stomach and fixing everything and then moving it through the colon and Mm -hmm. into my screening room toilet.
2: (laughs) 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 though. Degenerate the toxins, like goodbye toxins right? Oh, I like it's that, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Wonderful. But also I think that you should start really focusing on two minutes grounding exercise in the mornings. Oh yeah. That's it. Like oh, yeah. it's so simple and fast.
1: And how funny because I had a therapy session this weekend and she gave me one because she said the same thing. She was like, before you leave every day, literally, she said a minute. She was like, and it gave me a little, and I did it this morning.
0: So there you go. Yeah. I agree. Queen, I'm on the same page. You, are.
1: you. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. are. That's
2: how life is supposed to work. We get the same message, then we have to pay attention to it yeah. when it comes from multiple sources, Ooh, right? I like all that. Right. Wow. So imaginal, here's like my sense of it. So Kelsey, just kind of be where you are, all right? And we're gonna, we're gonna work with this in kind of the way I feel guided. I want you to connect with your future self who has these issues cleared up Mm. that's one way to work with imaginal is your future self
1: so you do you want me cindy just to kind of like close my eyes Uh and picture okay Uh yep share what you get share what you're sensing Okay, this is kind of funny, but what I the me, first immediate thing I saw when I closed my eyes and kind of saw my future self was like an active Kelsey, just like romping around in my little active gear, which is so funny because i not kidding you, I wrote this down when you guys were talking about dreams. I keep having a dream that I'm tumbling. Like I was a gymnast for 15 years, I keep having the same dream. And my last one I had must have been the other day, just I remembered it though when you guys were talking about it was that I couldn't tumble. I was like trying to, but like struggling, but I feel like I have, I have like so much, and Maria, we've talked about this, like excess energy in mm. me that I need to move out of me. Um. So anyways, that's what I saw when I kind of closed my eyes and saw future Kelsey. It was like, she was like
2: active, just romping around. So this time doesn't really exist in quantum physics, past, mm. present, future, whatever. So I want you to just sense that future self moving into now into your full body. And what's that like for you, Kelsey? Ooh,
1: I don't know. how. I I mean, like I'm kind of, I'm just picturing, I'm picturing like the fusing of it. And I don't really, I guess I'm like trying to think how I feel, like I feel good.
2: That's all you need to do. It's not like we over-engage the mind Mm. on the imaginal. It's like, oh, let's just flip this in. That's it. That's what we're doing, flipping it in. Then that future takes root in the here and now and will kind of guide you intuitively like, oh, don't eat this, eat this, or good day to walk or whatever, Uh, because you're literally birthing it inside of you. Ooh, I have another thought.
0: Tell us. What popped into my head is you're envisioning this athletic being, and I've never seen you wear athletic gear in the longest time.
1: Yeah, I think it's because most of it's tight, and I don't feel comfy in it.
0: But maybe, they get some loose stuff. <laughs> but maybe <laughs> I mean honestly, get I athletic should. gear that you are comfortable in, <laughs> yeah. so that you're already in the state, like mm. you're ready to tumble.
1: Hmm. I like that
0: right? You can wear your leggings with a longer shirt, Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm. but
0: you're ready to go. Yeah. I don't know. That's just what popped into my head.
2: Excellent. Because remember, we're also elemental. We're not just in one versus four places, Right. the elemental self. And I remember learning this from Wayne Dwyer's, one of his Swami who taught him how to manifest, you know, Mm -hmm. like live it, wear what it Mm -hmm. is that presents who you want to be. So yeah, just make sure it's comfortable. There's a lot of really great yoga, you know, outfits out there yeah, that there are, are just are. like, well, come on, we're po- we're in this pandemic loose, you know, loose clothes thing. So True. it's out there right now. True. When I think it makes me,
1: as I move, I go, I'm going through each and every drawer, and I have not even touched my pile of leggings in a minute. So I'm like, go through them, get rid of them, get the right ones. Like,
0: yeah. yeah. But I think that when it's like you know, an actor has to put on the wardrobe and the hair and makeup to Mm. feel the role you, for you to actually feel that future self, you've got to start to dress that future self. Mm, I like that. It's true because you being uncomfortable wearing, (laughs) it means you're uncomfortable (laughs) being it.
2: Right. You can't become it until you let yourself embody it. Mm. The Swami actually gave an example of a client he worked with who was a waitress and she wanted to get married and, and be an entrepreneur. So he said, well, go to the bar when you're done working and wear the kind of clothing that will attract the man you want. And so she did. She met this other, this businessman. They got married. They started a company. The two of them divorced, but she still had the company. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting.
0: (laughs) So a little bit of letting go, too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's (laughs) so cool. But that's why you're like also maybe having the dreams that you can't do it because you're thinking about how uncomfortable you feel and how you look. Yeah which is then dictating all of the other stuff.
2: And it's history. Mm. You're stuck in history. Ah. Like what you used to be and what you used to be able to wear. History's Ooh. behind us. The future's in front of us. Mm. So you're literally bringing yourself from the future in front of you into right now. Mm-hmm. That puts you on that path and helps you make those, you know, correct, helpful decisions.
0: Mm. This is I so like cool. that. This is really cool. It seems easy. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then divine. Okay. So
2: divine, just think all of us, we're just going to kind of hum, you know, if we want quietly into our hearts, the middle of our heart space. And there's so many ways to work with the divine, to be honest. What I think would be the best here is ask whatever Kelsey, you would call angels, whatever your term is for, you know, the beings who deliver to you what is best for your, who you are, ask them to just give you what you need. So if there's a different way for your stomach to be, that meets whatever need, you know, kind of having an uncomfortable stomach is meeting that new way starts to open up.
1: So am I asking like, ask them just for like a message
2: or anything, the energy, the the energy energy Mm. you might need, you would need. So you're assuming your stomach having it is the way it is, is meeting a need, but you don't know what it is. Mm. So you're having the energy delivered that can help you understand what needs being met. But also if there's a different way to meet that need, that that energy is delivered. And so you might get a sense of what the deeper need is mm-hmm. that your stomach is playing out for you. Well, the
1: one thing that just came to me um, was I feel like I pick up and hold on to other people's stuff. And it was just saying, hi, you're, it's your time. Those are not your your beliefs. Those mm-hmm. are other people's. Those are not your feelings. Those are other people's like time to... That was kind of what I heard was
2: others. And so that was meeting a need for you. Can you see how picking up people's energies and holding them? You can't process Mm. energy. That's not yours. You can't digest it literally. Mm. So, right. That was meeting a need that helped you in your family, your family system. Now to be who you are, that can pass away.
1: Mm. And it is kind of, I thank it, thank it for what it
2: did. And, That's it. It's a positive. You Mm. approach it positively. Look at what I've learned about myself. Now I'm going to learn about myself in a different way than absorbing others
0: energies. Interesting. Well, I mean, also think about the fact that you have learned to be your own guide and your own power, not listening to... By the way, taking on everyone else's energies was the same kind of energy of just listening to just anybody yep. as well. Taking everyone's advice. And, the, mm-hmm. you know, when I met you, you were on all these things and it was just like any anything with the wind that came. It was yeah. like, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, which I understand mm-hmm. you're trying to fix something. But when you can stand in your own power and say, what really resonates with me? What makes sense to me? Mm-hmm. What is, you know... There's someone else in my life that I watch who is, um, it's a different story, but like with career is like, oh, no, this person said I should do this. And then they start doing that. And then they go, no, 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 this person said I should do this. And then they go this way. It's like, wait, no, 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 you're not in your own body. You're just going every which way. But I think you would have never had that, which also created like a leap forward for you. That's, you know, at least 10 years forward in wisdom mm-hmm. that you wouldn't have. Now Kevin is going to the stomach doctor and he's asking Kelsey to go with him because <laughs> she's now the expert. She knows the things to ask, right? Truly. Um, like I help people with brain tumors and stuff. Um, I also asked your, and uh, this is just me being weirdo over here, no, I was sitting I here. Love you're weird. not weird, I love it. <laughs> and I said, well, because I went into my heart center and I said, Angel, I asked your angels to tell me what you needed. And <laughs> I all love of a sudden it. I kept hearing, she needs yoga.
1: And um, Honestly, I do. <laughs> and then
0: I tied it back to the workout gear because in yeah. yoga, it's not about what you look like. Everyone's in there to feel better. And to get better. And by the way, we've never lived in a more body positivity world. So it's like, I think that's going to help you abandon mm. a little bit of that feeling, but because you're going to be so addicted to the amazing feeling in your body. Yeah. So that was what I heard.
2: No, and I love look that. at the unification of these pathways, you know, elemental choose the supplements, the foods that feel good in the body, they'll you. tell you, you know, kind of the forces are helping you like get rid of energies that are not your own mm-hmm. and be grounded. Your future self wanted yoga outfits <laughs> 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 and true. And your divine self is like, I'm going to be me. Yeah. I, I get to do me, Yep. my identity. Yep. There it is. It all lines up.
0: That's so cool. It's really That's cool. cool. I'm I so grateful it. that you had the time to yes, go through the oh, four pathways so that so someone this can watch this and apply it to their own thing. Right. Um, yes. Thank because you, Because it's not
2: real until you, you know, observe it, right? You want to go, oh, this is how you do it. It's not that complicated. Mm-hmm. It, it's not 800 pages of complication. <laughs> it's, oh, here's how I do this. I'm going to do this with myself.
0: Yeah. And in terms of the book... Um, Before we uh, wrap, I know that you've said it's more of like a reference guide. So if you are dealing with any type of illness, I mean, how many illnesses do you cover in here?
2: a lot of illnesses. So it's really easy to use it like a reference guide, you know, kind of look up the particular illness, or if you're really attracted to just Divine Pathway, just go into Divine Pathway. There's lots and lots of exercises in here. I have two classes coming up through the Shift Network. Uh, One will be really short. It's a seven-part Divine Pathway class, actually in April of this year, and then a one-year study program through shift on that book. It really is the kind of book, use it as a reference manual, like look up what you need or want, you know, or join some group, you know, kind of to learn how to work it with other people. Those are the two easiest ways, I think,
0: to manage it. I love it. All right, friends, the book is called Advanced Chakra Healing Four Pathways to Energetic Wellness and Transformation. You got a taste of it here. Um, I know that if they want to go deeper, you have your classes and workshops, Cindy, that's all at cindydale.com. That's Cindy with a Y, then an I, everyone we will put that in the summary, uh, of this, uh, episode in the meantime. Thank you. This was so wonderful.
1: Thank you, Cindy. Thank you both. Keep feeling better,
0: better together. We are better together. (laughs) That's right. All right, Queens, that was amazing.
1: I love Cindy so much.
0: I I'm so glad that um we were able to really get to the nitty-gritty because I wasn't understanding some stuff and now that I understand it, it's so much more exciting. I feel the same
1: way. And I love, you're so good at, you're like, are you understanding it? I'm like, no. <laughs> so I love when you like keep prying her open. Cause some of these, like Cindy vibrates so high. Yeah, It's like, you have to like kind of bring it down. And then she explains it so well. And then you're like, oh my God, now I, I can implement it. I mm-hmm. can use it. So yeah, that was really cool. Okay. And thank so
0: you. what's your takeaway? What are you going to do?
1: I want to, honestly, I want to give myself enough time to, if not go through all four kind of give myself time in the... What I was going to say is give myself time in the morning to kind of go through the four pathways. At least check in with each four. Because, like, I mean, she just did it with me in not that little of time, mm-hmm. right? So I think that, like, okay, it's the grounding, it's the this. So that's kind of what I want to do. Um, And I think it should help. I don't know. Very cool. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. But I think it'll be cool.
0: Uh. Well... I hope this was helpful to you all and that uh, the experience with Kelsey helps you understand how to apply it to yourselves. If you haven't um, checked out mariamenunos.com, the cliff notes to this episode and every episode will be there along with some of my favorite things in the whole wide world. Uh, We have some really cool blogs. How many blogs a week are going up? Aside from the show, it's five of those. Is is the lifestyle blogs mixed into mm. the five? Yeah. Got it.
1: Mm-hmm. So um, I think there's six that go up a week.
0: Okay. Pretty because, cool.
1: Yeah, because they do one too.
0: Shop page is being updated. If you haven't yet subscribed here on YouTube, please do. We know a lot of you pop in and pop out. But if you stay, we promise you'll get better with us. <laughs> That's right. Uh, in the meantime, be nice people, make good choices, and be present.